Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hi, Dad. Hello, Steve. We're a little bit late with this one. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not surprising the volume of work that you've had to contend with over the last few, well, a couple of weeks, really. I panicked a little bit because I sent you a message on Friday saying we're going to have to wait to the weekend. That's right. It's going to have to go up a few days late because there was no way I could fit it in with everything else I was doing. Um, so here we are, day late, but no, still not. wanted to do a podcast. So That's before right. Christmas, this is technically our Christmas podcast. That's right. That's because right. Um, next week, next Friday, it'll all be over. It, it will be. It's the twenty seventh next week, mm-hmm. so um, we can wish everyone a merry Christmas. Um, so anyway, how are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm battling on, Steve. Battling Good. on with all all the preamble to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't uh, at, when the children, all you children, um, leave home and. You know, we're left on our own. It doesn't have quite the same meaning. Um, yeah. Um, because we, although we're involved with the grandchildren and obviously we're going to see them over Christmas, it's not quite the same. So it sort of quietens down a bit. You yeah. Have the same momentum that, uh, you know, you did when, when you were all young. Okay, I'm imagine. sure you remember so well. Um, but uh, it's still very nice to, um, to to join in the festivities. You know, we've been out a few times. We've met a few family members and uh, had a few meals so it's it's um you know very pleasant a lot of it's food and family isn't it food and family that's what it is <laughs> see? yeah <laughs> excellent excellent so you're doing these packs at the moment mm. he talks about that and and um, people if people have listened from the beginning they'll know all about the packs because we've spoken about them probably loads but if mm. people are tuning in at a later stage um, and wondering what the packs were the starter packs was something that you devised way back in the 90s I think early 90s when you were coming up with methods to teach people how to use pastel pencils Mm -hmm. and you wrote out instructions on how to draw a picture with six pencils Mm -hmm. and you categorized it into say if it was a cat the ears the nose Mm. the fur so That's people right. could follow along with you and you sold that as a pack with the pencils and they were really popular and we still sell those we went for a spell of not selling them mm. because we had the videos that mm. were so popular mm. but now we do sell them again mm. and we wanted to enhance them a bit more as they've done so well over the years and do videos that go with them mm. and that's where we're at at the moment because some of them are filmed because some of them were great subjects for beginners. That's right, that's right. Yeah. Notably the sunset, particularly. That, that uh, was... Ex- and Hambledon Mill was one that... Uh, and the tiger. And the tiger, yeah. Boats in landscape. Those are the ones that were probably the most popular of all. And we, we, we sold those um, right from the word go and all, all the way through. And then we decided to put those on the... Uh, as some, some of them are freebies... And, uh, on the website, and again, uh, not on the website, but YouTube too. And they've gone really well uh, on there. Um, but in, in view of that, 
I resisted because I've gone beyond that, really. You know, as you know, people see the work that we've been doing recently. But then you came up with the idea, well, you know, these packs are going to go and they are selling. So why don't we um, expand them? And I, I was a little resistant at first, but um, now we're well underway. We've, we've nearly finished them, actually. Um, I think they're going to be really popular. It's a good bundle, isn't it? If you think about it, someone buying a, buying um, the, the line drawing, and the um, instructions and the reference picture, together with the video, can't go wrong. And the pencils, if they want them. If they want the pencils, yes, yes. Because inside right. the pack, they get mm. the line drawing printed on pastel paper, mm. um, that they can already. Basically, they get everything, the basics that they need, the pencils and the paper. One thing that has come up um, recently is the colour shaper. Now, I, when I first did the, the packs, I didn't have a colour shaper. Yeah. Didn't have any blending tool at all. It was just done with the pencils. And when I look back on them now, and, and of course I'm redoing them based on the original picture, I, I'm improving them. You know, simply because where the... Uh, using the on paper, you've got the texture in it, which some people find uh, a little bit off-putting. I've never bothered with it, but uh, some people do. Well, now they don't have that problem, because now with the colour shaper, it obviates that. And uh, we can, we're producing a much smoother-looking picture. So it's quite amazing, really, how, how things have changed in 20, 30 years, no, 20-odd mm. years. Mm. Yeah. So the, the, the packs will still be sold, but they'll also be accompanied with this video, um, access to this video course as well, so people will get the pack, the pencils. It's a choice, isn't course. it? Is it a choice whether they have it or not, or, or will they... Well, if you buy if you buy a pack, mm-hmm. they'll get the course. They'll get the course. Yeah, right. but then they can choose to get the course and and the pack with pencils or without pencils. Mm-hmm. If they have their own, then or you know, then they can. But members will benefit because they'll just get the video. Yeah, the videos the will be added to the library of courses on there. Usual, usual. Yeah, thing, yeah. yeah. Um, Best of both worlds, really, isn't it? So, if you're interested in trying those, uh, they're also great gifts for mm, pe- right. for people. You know, if you know someone that wants to that loves drawing or loves art and they have mm. never tried pastel pencils, then buying them a pack with pencils mm. is a great gift for someone. Um, but if people wanted to do these starter packs on pastel mat, could they, could they do that and follow that? Absolutely. No reason why they can't. No reason at all. Uh, pastel mat's going to be more difficult for a beginner. That I've, I've said this before. Ongre is ideal for beginners because it's forgi- forgiving. Um, and they're not so bothered about the layering where uh, people um, that have used the pastel mat are finding that the layering is a benefit. Yeah. It's only a benefit if you know what you're doing. Yeah. When you don't know what you're doing, and beginners don't when they start off, it might not be uh, a thing that they could do. But that doesn't stop the members doing it if they want yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. But beginners, I think, probably would... I'd always recommend that they use the ongre paper rather yeah. than the pastel mat yeah. when they're starting off. So going from something so straightforward to something a lot more complicated, there's a new picture that um, has been on Udemy and is now being added, I'm going to add it tonight, to the uh, membership, is the Spaniel. Oh, yes. That's so that, that was a 
I would say that's a very advanced animal picture. It is picture. a very advanced picture. <laughs> because it's one of the imp- really impressive um, animal pictures you've done that um, sort of goes along with the German Shepherd that we did recently, mm, we released right. recently, and the the Black Lab on the pastel mat, uh, mm. dark blue pastel mat. Those three are a bundle on Udemy. Oh, right. Um, and the Spaniel kind of really... Oh, it's just such a, an appealing picture to look at. It's a, it's a, the thing is, Steve, anything that is complex and complicated, and spaniels are complicated, especially when you're working in the, with the pastel pencils as a light to dark principle, it's very difficult to actually get the fur, particularly on the ear, or should I say the hair, on the ear looking natural. Yeah. And uh, as I'm sure many people will look... Uh, contend to that it is it's a tricky thing so so i've resisted doing spaniels really uh, but we came to the point where um my arm was up my back because people wanted them they you know go can you do a spaniel and we had had popular with the black and white uh, spaniel hadn't we mm-hmm. um so i decided to do it but i only decided because i could use the pastel matte paper right because i knew that that would give me that little extra uh bite that you need how difficult is it as it's like more one tone you know you, you haven't got different other dogs you've got more color in um, but spaniel you know it's it's kind of like it's it's all that kind of gingery fur that's right does that make it more difficult well i, I think the yes you're you're quite right that is a problem because it's kind of one color but how do you get all the because you're de- you're depending then on the contrast and which is a great thing if you look at if you looked at that in black and white you'd see it was it would be an awful lot more contrast than the average yes um, but that's again it's the ears the fur lots of things but the, the the again that was done with several different makes of pencils and just sticking to the faber which in the past i would have had to do i'm sure that it has creta sure. color in it as well yeah eh? it has creta color in, in that right. one yeah, yeah. Yeah, you used both. But but that's that's the difference, you see. I was given, uh, with with the extra pencil range that we've got, it gave me a, a choice of colours. Rather than having to make the colour up, I could then immediately hit on a particular uh, colour. I mean, if people haven't got all the pencils, they could have to do what I did, you know, in, in the past, just um, do the best they can. Mm. It's how you've managed to get the spaniel fur so accurate, you know, like the depiction of it, you know, the, uh, you know, that, that on the ear especially, yes, like what you right. said, it's it's that, re- it's such a real fluffy, you yes. can just feel it. Uh, it, it. Well, it's a combination of pencil and pastel matte paper and um, experience. You can never get away from that, the experience of actually not only just producing the goods by, you know, the action of the pencil, is it's the understanding and seeing the subtleties. I've, talk, I've talked about this before, but if you can't see those subtleties, if they don't jump out at you, you don't see them, therefore you don't um, create them. And that's what you've got to do when you're looking at a picture. You've got to create... Also then, you've got... 
if you're looking at a photograph, which that was obviously a photograph of a spaniel, you've also then got to interpret what you're seeing in the photograph because that's a flat thing. It's a flat surface. It doesn't have any contour. You've got to make that contour. So that's when you see a photograph and then you see uh, a picture that's done with an original painting, you see it becomes much more lifelike. It becomes more real because you're, you're uh, putting a lot of um, time and effort into be creating the, the roundness mm. and the, uh, the contrast that uh, needs... I hope I'm not uh, losing you, but no, it's, it's very sense. difficult to explain this to people, but it's much, much easier to show them. Mm. So when they see that spaniel, they'll, and they can see what I'm doing, I explain what I'm doing, but they can see how I'm pitting one colour against another. Mm. And... It- Sometimes there are two or three shades in between that, not just the black and white. There's a few greys. I'm talking. Um, I'm not talking about grey in this instance, but you know what I mean. Black and white, complete extremes, put together would never work. So between the black and the white, you've then got to put in the subtleties, and that's what people miss out on. Like you said, this is such a con. Uh, like. Um an exercise in contrast. There's so much contrast Absolutely, in this picture yeah, with yeah. the colour. Yeah. Um, a lot of shadow, particularly underneath, you know. That's that's another thing, yes. That, and they'll see how that's done. It, when you look at it there, you think, well, you just put a dark colour. Well, you, you don't just put a dark colour at all. You've got to work out the colours you, you've previously used in mm. the surrounding of hair. And then those colours, you've got to select those colours that would suit it best but you've got to get rid of all the light colours because that won't work there's a lot to it Steve and particularly on the spaniel's ear that's right um, we've talked about this a lot recently with other people's pictures Mm. about creating Mm. that dimension that 3D Mm. that separation that's right Um, and just that spot there like if people watch that spot of the Mm. with the ear and seeing how you've created that 3D look that's right um, well you know um, when people just do one particular subject and they don't move on to other subjects like landscapes and field life or um, portraits, for instance, if they don't do that, they're, they're, they're kind of stuck in a groove and that's what they see. When they move on and they do... Um, we talked about linen last, last time, didn't we, and tablecloth yeah. and fabric, and you go into... Um, Landscapes, you've got trees and you've got different, different forms, different types of, of um, obstacles to try to get over. Mm. When you get over those, you bring that back to the, the, the animals or whatever subject you're doing it. Mm. And by doing that, you're, you're lear- you've learned so much because of that. This is why I try to get people to do that. Because sticking to one uh, particular type of subject you're not getting that experience and it's all of that experience put together that can you see things differently you see you're looking at it and you're thinking oh you don't remember oh i did this in in a tree or i did this in it you don't remember that you just remember the way you got and achieved the the uh, subtle change of tones Mm, that makes a lot of sense so this is i think this is where 
the success comes in really with uh, with artwork. You've got to do that, and you find that people who do um, a variety of different subjects usually get on better when they they tackle the harder things, mm-hmm. or they they improve. The um, it, it, it's sort of fascinating. I'm I find it. I find it fascinating myself when I'm doing a picture because I'm calling upon those things. I don't, it's, I don't necessarily physically say, oh, I remember I did this or I remember that. It's just in the brain box. You yeah. know, you've, you've learnt it. So therefore it becomes instinctive. Mm. That's ideally, that's what an artist should be, an instinctive artist, someone who can draw upon things and do it. Um, and... Sometimes, and I've mentioned this before, when I look back on a picture, not necessarily the um, starter packs, when I'm doing a, one of my you know, top-line pictures and I look, look back on that, I wonder how I did it. I look at that, I can't, because I can't recall it then. Yeah. I can't recall that instinctive feeling that I had. So I'm looking at it as an observer. And when you're looking at it as an observer, you, you marvel, you think, how on earth did he do that? Well, it's the he who's me. Yeah, but I, I, you're lucky in that you filmed it all, so you can watch mm-hmm. and you do watch it back, so that it must go in That's even right. more. Oh yes, it does. You're quite right, but you see it. But I see it from a different perspective. I'm not in the mode then. I'm not in that mm. moment of uh, of concentration. Is not the word. That's not the word. I think concentration. People think that you know you've got to concentrate. You you don't have to at all. People know that because I'm yakking on, chatting and chatting and chatting all the while I'm doing these very intricate things because it's an instinctive thing. But you can't... The instinctive part of, of uh, an artist's work has to be learnt. It has to be learnt by experience. Yeah. No other way. You know, you can't just pick it up. I, when I first started out, I think I've mentioned this before, I had people coming in to me and say, I'd like to, I'd like to do what you do. And I, like, how do I become a professional artist? No, I didn't. I don't laugh at them, but it really is. You can't. You can't just become a professional artist. You can become a professional graph, graph, um, graphic artist. You know, you can and an architect. You can. You can do that, but you can't. You can't. You can't be trained into the the instinctive part. That's got to come from you inside. Mm-hmm. People can give you the tools. They can say, "This is what you're looking for. This is what you're looking like." I can, but. The experience is the key to it. You've had to, got to try it and do it. First pictures I did are, were terrible. They really were. I mean, people would disown me straight away if they saw one of my early ones. So I always got that to look back on. So I've come from there to where I am now. And, all, and I've learned by mistakes and I've learned by curiosity how can I get that? How can I do that? One of the things that uh, you might be interested in, uh, breaking away from that, is um, we talked recently about uh, doing more landscape work and skies. Now, I've always wanted to do skies really, really well with all the colours and so on, but you're restricted. Now, uh, people will probably be amazed at me saying that because we've got some lovely pictures with lovely skies but they're not the skies I want to do. I want to do the same kind of skies that uh, when you look at them, you go, wow, isn't that lovely? 
and and I'm getting there. The picture that I did recently um, with chalks um, that and pastel mat, and people know because they've seen a couple of now a mm-hmm. couple of these. They can see it. you did. You pointed it out to me and said that sky is really great. It was an accidental thing that I found. I thought I looked at it suddenly. I thought, wow. Now looking at that, I've now got in my head. I've got the skies down as my number one priority when I do landscapes now. So you're going to see a big difference in the next 12 months when I do a landscape skies because I've, I can see how pastel mat, pastel pencils, pastel sticks, I can see how those three things can be put together and make absolutely stupendous, probably the best skies that would ever been produced. Very close to oil. Some of the masters are terrific wow. skies, and it's and that's what we're going to get over the next twelve months. We're going to get more of it. So that's very see, exciting, isn't it? Everyone, just, everyone, I, I'm sure is. Now the so thing about that, that, Steve, is going on from that. I'm going to learn so much doing that. That what am I going to bring it back to? I'm going to bring back to the animals and the mm. and the trees and all the other. I'm going to bring it back in because the experience I've, I will get by understanding the combination of those colours, the, the how to, 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 to bring... I'm not trying to bring realism, I'm not doing that. I'm trying to bring um, a feeling to a sky. When people see it, they draw a breath. That's mm-hmm. what I'm doing. I don't want people to say how clever I am. That's not the whole idea. The idea is to have, draw a breath and say, wow, that is something else. Now that's going to change, and as I say, it's going to come. It's going to come full circle. It's going to come back to pictures that I. I it already is. I've got to say, even the pictures I'm doing uh, now, having done those skies before, I'm seeing how I can actually play with the colours. So there you go. That is something very exciting. There's some real pearls of wisdom in that, Dad. I I love it. I thought that was great. I thought it was great, and that gives people a lot to um be excited for i think i think this is what we've got to look at i mean if i'm excited then should everybody listening to this and everybody in the members site and and on the worldwide youtube they should all be excited too because if they'll go along with me on it because, yeah uh, and you've got to be you've got to be enthusiastic i i always remember and people um in the uk was certainly know david attenborough now, David Attenborough is getting on now. He's in the 90s now. He's still as passionate. If you listen to him now on the television, he's still as passionate as he was when he started. Mm-hmm. He hasn't lost it at all. And that's the driving force. That's what keeps him going. Uh, different to me. I mean, you know, he, he looks at wildlife and all the things he, wonderful things he does. But it still crosses over into other um, creative pursuits. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as you can get it. And we're lucky because... Being um, being an, an artist, you have you have don't have the problem of uh, age really. Age, as long as your hands are still working and your eyes still can see, then you can you can you know you can do it in a wheelchair if you have to. So, it, age doesn't come into it. it. It's one of the benefits we've got. It is with him, with David Attenborough. He can. 
still get around. Um, I don't think he's uses Zimmer frame yet, but I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, he's still yeah doing great. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I think this is what we've got to what we've got to find, uh, Steve. We've got to we've got to in, and my job really is to inspire people. Yeah. Which I do, and and uh, I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. Well, there you go. There is a, there is a lot to look forward to. Um, we'll talk more about this, I'm sure, over the next few weeks as we approach into the new year, as the mm. as the starter packs are done, you know, and you can finally get on with these One guys. One of the things we got, Steve, you and me, we know what's coming. Yes, it's true. Okay. It's very, very, very true. Very <laughs> true. We we need to we have a conversation whilst I'm still here about what we're releasing next mm. because we've got to plan some of these. We'd love to out. release it all at once, but that would blow people's minds. So. It'd also be a lot so, of work. Oh, it would be. So it's um, gra- gradually drip it, drip it. But but um, there is so so much coming. There's so much lovely work. There's so much in the can already that uh, they'll get. But it's this potential. Of, it's this potential that I'm looking for. Yeah. What I'm going to be doing in the next twelve months. Yeah. Uh, everyone's going to be very excited for that. I hope so. Excellent. Okay. Well, there you go. That's this week's podcast. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Should we say enjoy your Christmas? Oh yes. Okay. Yes, that's a good one. There enjoy you go. your Christmas. Yes. There you go. Okay, we'll say that. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, enjoy your, your Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> I remember. <laughs>